keep Papa Anonymous? Hello, everybody. I'm here today with Mary Beth Robinson. How you doing today, Mary? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Mary is the founder of Superpower Inc. She's a very uh, interesting gal, to say the least. Uh, Mary, could you could you kind of give us a bigger context on on what it is as a, as in a superpower? Is it a is it a psychic kind of reading that you do? Because you gave me a reading, and I was at first I was like, all right, this lady's kind of nuts. But then I'm like, oh my god, she's. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh my god, she's right on the money. It was it wasn't scary, but it was it was very surreal. The reading you gave me through an email. I mean, it was it was remarkable. So yeah, if, if you can just elaborate on, on kind of what it is that you do, is it is it a psychic feeling that you have? Or is it just intuition? What is it? Yeah, you know, um, so I can really easily my, my overall purpose with Superpower Inc. is to introduce people to who they are, and to have them understand at a deep level, what their gifts are so that they can use them. I mean, when we use our gifts really, really well, we're happy. And I've never done a reading where people don't want to make a difference with other people. It's like people want to make a difference. They want to be involved. They want to make the world a better place. They want to enjoy it as well, you know, but I think we're happiest and it sounds so trite, but people are happiness, happiest when they're really contributing and helping and they're making a difference and um, and they're able to use their own creativity. You know, for you, you have so much creativity and when you are able to use it, you love it. So yeah, it makes you happy. You know, it's just like, oh my gosh, this is, <laughs> now, this is kind of like what I made for, right? It's what I love to do. I mean, last night I was up writing uh, a movie script that I'm working on. I, I really just enjoy writing, whether it's music, uh, film, or, or anything. I just, I really, writing for the podcast, I, I really enjoy that. I don't, I mean, clearly I have a podcast, obviously I have a creative side of me, but how would you pick up on such the specific details? I mean, you you, you even elaborated on how kind of like, uh, I, I, I get frustrated when, I mean, you kind of just said, I get frustrated when I can't use my, my superpower per se, or, or my creativity to, to benefit others or, or to get my voice out there. I, I do get frustrated and it bothers me a lot. Honestly, I get into depression over it sometimes, yeah, which sounds yeah. ridiculous, but. No, I think that's so much, I, you know, I'll speak to that really quickly. I yeah. think it's so true that we get depressed when we, you know, I think there are two kinds of people in the world, people who get depressed because they're not using their superpower as often as they want to. And, but they're committed to figuring it out. And then there are people who aren't using their superpower and they've given up and they're cynical and angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I see that all the time, you know, people who are like, they feel powerless and I'm like, okay, and then they just get angry and then everything's bad and it's all other people's faults and whatever. And so I think it's so healthy for us to express our superpowers. I mean, it's what feeds our soul. Yeah. And, you know, once the juices, I mean, you, I'm sure you've experienced many times when you're writing that, um, that you are like, it just gives you energy. It's like, oh my gosh, here it comes. You know, like I've turned on the faucet and here it goes. 
last night I'm up till three in the morning pacing around my apartment. I'm like, all right, you need to go to sleep. <laughs> exactly. One scene written, go to bed. Right. <laughs> it's so true, you know, because it's, I mean, it's so engaging. It's really engaging. And so, um, so my process here, this is my superpower and it took me, I'm 52. I was born in 1970, just so you don't have to do the math, but, um, you look great. Oh, thank you. Um, but, uh, so it's taken me, I mean, I started doing superpower readings probably 20 years ago when I figured out, actually it was like 17 years ago, when I figured out what, what my ability was. And it's just over time, it's developed into what I do now. And for those of you who don't know what I do when I do a reading for somebody, I work with them. I do a blind reading, which means I don't know anything about them. I've never seen their face. I have no idea what they do. And um, I just sit down and I write. And I just tune in with them and I write what I get. And, and it's not some, just for the listeners, it's not some little bogus uh, three sentence or a, a paragraph reading. It's it's like, uh, it literally felt like I was reading a biography. It was, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. And I, I even went up to uh, my, my ex because we're still friends. And I was like, you got it. You got to hear this. And I read it to her. And I mean, just a quarter of the way through, she's like, yep, that's you. That's you. <laughs> I'm like, I know. And people, people get so they get like this self-fulfillment, I guess, when somebody kind of tells them who they are and they're like, oh, this must be it. And they, they pull the gun and be like, oh, this person's right. But it was, uh, like I said, it was scarily accurate. And, and, and like I, like I said, is it, is it a, is it a psychic feeling that you have? Like what exactly is it? How do you discover people's superpowers? What do you do? What is, explain your yeah. superpower. <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's, for me, it is as normal as, you know, breathing. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's, I think that's such a key with our superpowers. We, we do them without even thinking since I was young, I would tune in with people. And, you know, when I was young, I would be like, are you safe? You know, like that's how I would, that's kind of what the, the question I ask. Just because I, you know, you're little and you're like, I'm in someone else's care. I don't know if this person is okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's how I did it when I was really young. And then as I got older, I would just have really deep conversations with people and then things would kind of come to me. Now, now I just know how to, it's kind of like I'm a radar dish. I just am like, okay, Nick, let's see. Oh, there he is. Okay. I'm all dialed in. And then I just listen to what I get. Yeah, this morning, I mean, I, I, I woke up a little late and I was like about half an hour late to the podcast. And I like, I told you like, what excuse can I come up with? I'm like, ah, no, she knows. That's fine. <laughs> I'm in the shower like, ah, shit, she's got me figured out. Like, I'm running late. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but no, 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 it, it's it's really impressive. I mean, I, I totally recommend for anybody to to get in touch with you and, and we'll get into how they can reach you and, and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Cause my mother, actually, I read it to her too. And she was like, I, I really want to do one with her. And I'm like, I don't blame you. you oh, nice. Me. Yeah. You know, it's, I think what's so great about, about it is we, here's, here's how our minds work. If something is easy, we discount it. If something is hard, we give it a lot of credit. Yeah. You know, there's like the just do it and just keep going and, you know, blah, blah, blah yep. that we hear all the time. 
No one says, listen, do what you're great at. Like do what you love. Do I, some people say, do what you love, but really take advantage of what you're great at. It will feed your energy and your motivation, your creativity, your genius, your um, resource, uh, resourcefulness. What if you're, what if you're, this was a question I really wanted to ask you. What if you're at a job, there's a lot of people who work a nine to five or, or whatever it is, you know, five days a week, six days a week, and they're miserable at what they do. And then they, they are gifted, they are creative and, and they do want to express themselves, but it's very hard for them when, you know, they're working all these hours and then they, they might have a family on top of that. I mean, what do you say to the people that are, I feel like they're almost wasting their superpower and wasting yeah. their time here on this earth. Absolutely. And that is incredibly common. And that's like probably the best question you could ask. Um, I would say first is to get in touch with what you love, you know, and, and that's people often. So this is going to be a little bit, a long answer. I'll try to stay very on task as long as you need. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all ears. But, um, so I would say, start with the, the first thing is number the, the first thing to do is find out what you wouldn't give up. Um, for me, I know I'm a good writer. I'm a good speaker. I'm a good coach. Um, I'm a great organizer. I am great at scheduling. Like I love, you know, (laughs) right. But, you know, of all those things, um, I would say the thing that I would not give up if I have to give up writing or speaking or whatever, the thing that I would not give up is my ability to tune in with people and let them know how great they are inside. That's it. Like that for me is the essence. What I get is always positive. You know, like with your reading, Nick, there were things that are like, you know, here's when you get frustrated. Here's when you get very self-critical. That's not a negative. That is like, you know, let's help figure out how you can express your superpower in such a powerful way that you don't get yourself into that situation. Yeah. It's a a negative. If you let it be a negative, right. Right. It can also be your biggest fuel, right? You can say, Oh my gosh, I'm doing this. Okay. Let me get back to my superpower. So the first thing to realize is that, so for me, the essence is I, I, it always has to do with tuning in and then expressing like, I can't just tune in and know, and then go about my, you know, merry way. Cause I'm like, well, what's, what's the use of that? Like, I don't like, that's not useful at all to anybody. It's expressing things to people in a way that makes a difference for them. Like a very practical thing. Like with you, we talked a lot about, or, you know, in my reading, I talked a lot about, um, you know, here's, here's how to do things. Here's what to avoid this, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, so that's the, th- that's the number one thing is that I wouldn't uh, find out what you couldn't live without like the one thing. Yeah. And, um, and then the next thing is to put it into a position of, or a mindset of what's my grand purpose. You know, for me, it's making, it's reconnecting people with the incredible genius they already have yeah, and then going for it. And that makes the, that makes the planet a better place for everybody. That's my mission. What if you try and you never reach your grand purpose? It's okay. It's okay. You know, I think, 
we, our grand purpose is to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in whatever way that we do, I believe, because that's just kind of how humans are made. It's yeah. not like I want to make a lot of money. That's not really a grand purpose. Somebody may say, I want to have a lot of money so that I can go save the rainforest or I can build a school yeah. or whatever. To, to me, but, it's not about the money at all. I mean, yeah. obviously money's important and, and, yes, you know, there's been times in my life where I've made a lot of money and, and, you know, I wasn't the most happy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I do, mm-hmm. when I interview you, Mary Beth, like stuff like this, it, it really gets me going. It makes me happy. I have a genuine smile on my face. I'm blushing right now, if you haven't noticed. Oh. <laughs> Like I just, I enjoy doing, you know, what I love to do. And and Mm -hmm. I see that uh, people really like the podcast and the podcast is just the beginning of what I want to do. But I see people comment and they're like, this is my favorite show. And that just like, like that self gratification, almost like it just feels so good that people, you know, like what I'm doing and it makes you want to go harder and go stronger. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When we see that it's making a difference, like for me, I always ask for feedback. I would never see, send a reading and then not want feedback because it's yeah. important to me that it's making a difference. If I did this and it made no difference, I literally would not do it. I don't care how much I was paid for it. Exactly. Because, you know, like, I'm like, no, that's not how like, it goes. You just look like an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was, ex- I was totally yeah. expecting you to have like a crystal ball and like the wrap around your head. I'm like, right. all right, here we go. And I look fairly normal, right? You do. You do. You look right. really normal. You look like, like a teacher or something, or you have a very fancy office too in the back. I see. I like that picture. <laughs> you know, that is a Marcus Pearson. He drew, he write he, uh, he paints coyotes in zoot suits and it is like, he's just fantastic. It's a coyote that is and a nice he's. Picture. So he's got the the motorcycle and then there he is and he's got a he's got like a 1920s suit on and then in the bottom this right here that you can see the yeah, artist yeah. writes a story about his story. That's so cool. See that's awesome. That's a true artist yeah. right there. I, right, I love him. That's one superpower I never got. I can't even draw a stick figure. It's pathetic. You my, know? My, yeah <laughs> my three-year-old me brings me home too. pictures from school and I'm like, dude <laughs> this is immaculate <laughs> i cannot you know it's i know you know and that's i mean i think like you said i feel like a normal i i'm a normal person in like every way except my superpower and that's how, like i don't look weird i'm not like some like lightning didn't strike me and I had some weird photon accident in my brain, you know, like <laughs> it's just a, just, I'm just a normal person yeah. who can do this. And you're and, doing what you love and you're not scared to express yourself, which so many people are. Yeah. I, I was, was boom. James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm so sorry. Nick. No, no, no. So like me, my whole life, I mean, it took me till I was 24 years old. I mean, I was, you know, don't get me wrong. I was I had my kid very young. I was 20 years old when I found out my ex was pregnant. And then, um, you know, from the time to 18 to 20, I was kind of just partying, living a crazy life. And I was here all by myself. You know, my parents lived in Florida. I was living my life. You know what I mean? Being a crazy kid. But uh, and then, you know, my son came and then I would always write, though. I would always write like I have, you know, <clears throat> 300 notes on my phone of just just ridiculous things even you know what i mean just oh that's a good joke i'm gonna write that down oh that's that's a that's a good idea for this let me write that down and uh i just always had this book in my my phone or you know what i mean in my pocket pretty much um 
and I was never able to express it. And it got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I went through a deep depression and I said to myself, you know, you got to do what you love. You got to do what makes you happy. So I went to Best Buy, Guitar Center, you know, everywhere, got all the stuff I needed for my podcast. And then uh, I'm doing this and it, it, it brings me a lot of joy. And it, it's like I said, it's just the beginning to, to really what I want to do, but it, it helps get my voice out there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. And you know what? Because the question you asked earlier about what about the people who hate their jobs? Yeah. Um, you know, it's exactly what you're doing, which is to say, find an outlet for your superpower, yeah. whatever that is, you know, and there's always an outlet. And even in your job, there can be a higher power that you're serving, you know, like a, a larger mission that you're serving. Um, you know, let's say if you're a customer service person, you could be like, man, I take incredible care of people or, you know, whatever. And if it's just not possible at your work, Mm -hmm. I think it's always possible at least to do a little. Yeah. Um, even though sometimes we feel like it's not because sometimes our jobs can be so tedious. I mean, I'll go back to that in a second, but yeah, I can um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know so many people can, um, but the, so if, if it's just not really possible in your job or not possible to do much of that, spend time, you know, even people really discount the, uh, the power of daydreaming, you know, like what you were saying, Nick about I'm, Oh, I have this great idea. I'm going to write it down. I am, you a know, like for sure. Yeah. You know what? Exactly. And you know, things just come to you, you yeah, know, like a hammock around on my back all day. I'm just ready to, ready to <laughs> lay down and daydream. <laughs> you know what? It's powerful. It's mm-hmm. powerful. And, you know, again, we go back to the, if it's easy and it's restful, then it's not worth anything. That's kind of our fallacy that we collectively, especially in the United States, we are go, go, go. Like, Gordon Gecko in Wall Street, like yep. go, go, go every single minute, which I think is crazy because then guess where our superpower goes down the drain. Yeah. And you know what frustrates mm-hmm. me really bad? My, uh, my cousin, he's like a brother to me. He's my best friend. Uh, after he passed away uh, recently in January, mm-hmm. I was going through our old text messages, you know, to kind of just, you know, look, you know, see stuff. And uh, he said to me, he was like, uh, and, it, and it hit me and, you know, I feel this way too. He's like, does it bother you that we wake up every day to make another man richer, um, to, to not focus on what we love, but to, to do what we have to do in order to survive? You know what I mean? Just to yeah. put food on the table or, or, or do this, just to have money, the root of all evil. Right. right. Just, focus on what we really love. Right. I, you know what? I totally agree. And I'm so sorry about your cousin. Oh, thank you so much. It happens. <sighs> I miss him, but he's in a better place for sure. Got it. Okay. <laughs> but um, no, I, I completely agree. Life is much, it's, it's so much more than just, you know, grind it out. It's so much more. And sometimes we've got to do that. You know, sometimes there are times when it's like, okay, you know, oh, for yeah, the next oh, yeah. two weeks, that's how it's going to be. And that's fine. It's just not a great way to live your life. Yeah. And even if, even if it's just about, I'm just going to take a little time every day to just get quiet. You know, for me, I like to lay down, close my eyes and just kind of let my imagination go for other people. It's like, I want to get out my, my, my sketching pad and draw something. Yeah. For other people, it's like, I want to listen to great music. 
For other people, it's like, I want to read something and get inspired. I'm going to listen to a podcast that inspires me. Something that we can, you know, I, there's this principle of if you, and it's, I think it's, it's Kaizen, the Kaizen way, Mm -hmm. and it's K-A-I-Z-E-N, I believe. Yeah. But I, I read this book forever ago and it was talking about when you want to really do something, do it like two minutes a day. Yeah. And then three minutes a day, you know, like start off. It doesn't matter. Just start off really slowly. And I started walking, you know, like 10 minutes a day at a time when I felt like I had no time. And now I exercise probably, you know, sometimes three hours a day playing pickleball, doing a bar class, but I never thought I could do that, but it started. The pyramids weren't built overnight. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And it's too much to be like, okay, I have a sense of my superpower and I'm just going to quit my job and do no, don't do that. Just start it slowly. Let it guide you because there is genius in our superpower. Absolutely genius. And Nick, I know, you know what I'm talking about because when you get into that mode, you're like, did I just say that? Like, where did that come from? Right. Right. And so there's a genius and a resourcefulness and, a, a, you know, a call to action and motivation. Life becomes a labor of love. It's like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like, yep, I got to finish this last scene, but I'm so excited to do it. I'm cleared out for the next 12 hours and I'm going to bang it out and I'm going to do it. You yeah, know, yeah. it's not like, gosh, I just don't feel like it. It's more like I'm super motivated to do this. Yes, so yes. It can start really slowly and that's okay. But that time we put in has an exponential payback to it. You know, if we spend 10 minutes and just honor the fact that we like to daydream or we go on a walk every day and we listen to like calm music or music that just is, you know, that we love and let our brain just go. Whatever that is is music even just like watching like a a good director that i like or something you know what i mean just listening to music um i think the 70s was the greatest era of music totally absolutely i I was listening to cat stevens and jim crochet this morning i don't even care (laughs) i I like Uh, yeah well-written music you know what i mean and it 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 hits me it's really hard yeah i'm listening to the shower and it's motivating me and it's not like it's some like you know 50 cent in the club hype music it's like you know it's and Cat Stevens and I'm getting like it's, it's so creative going. and inventive that decade was I mean you could just feel the like the inventive energy Definitely. of that time because it, oh, was, it so, was so it was I untouchable mean, I mean yeah it wasn't like oh everyone sounds like this it was just yeah it was got this and this and this and everything's different and it's amazing nowadays it's very uh let's dumb down society i feel i feel like there's a bigger <laughs> agenda for mainstream society and it's to kind of keep the keep the sheep in their herd i guess i don't know but i mean it, it back then it was more about dreaming of possibilities and and you know just exploring the impossible nowadays i feel like it's like eh, shake your ass <laughs> you, you know? know right and you know there there is a place for like you know pop that's fun i mean i love oh, like yeah like i listen to right. future all the time and i'm just yeah like, i feel like i'm awesome you know what i mean but it's like <laughs> but that music don't hit me in my core you know what i mean right it's, right it's fun and everything but yeah i i agree i mean like you know and 
And when we like, like our lives are made, look at how much better our lives are made because those musicians really took on their voice, their superpower, what they could do. Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, you know, they were like, yeah, they were like, let's do this. You know, let's have this Morocco kind of sound, you know, like let's, let's, and Jimmy Page going like, how far can we take this guitar thing? You know, like how much can we do? And it, and we're still listening to that music and we love it. It's timeless. I don't see people listening to Cardi B 50 years from now. I see people listening to Led Zeppelin though and the Beatles. Right, right. Exactly. The Rolling Stones and and all them. I mean, they just, they made phenomenal music. I, I do. You grew up in that era. You're very lucky. Well, you know, I also have this amazing, my dad was incredible. He had this incredible width, breadth of, uh, music taste. So he listened for, to everything from like 1920s bluegrass to Hank Williams, to Motown, to gospel. And Motown. I grew up with this amazing, you know, repertoire of things that I listened to, like from the fifties and Johnny Cash. And oh my I God. mean, you're nailing you know, it. All- Right. Like Buddy Holly and like all those things. I mean, he always had them on. And um, but anyway, the the point is the world is better when we use our superpowers, when we tap into that inventiveness and express it. So, you know, what I would say to people who are feel like I'm in the worst job ever and I'm just slogging through, find a little time, even if it's writing for three minutes a day. If you want to write, write three minutes a day. That's it. You'll find that after a while, three minutes becomes 10 minutes, which then maybe may become 20 minutes a day when you didn't think. And then the stuff that is not that important starts to fall out automatically. You know, all of a sudden it's like, I've I've actually got time for this. And I've had to work really hard on that because for a very long time, I was a single mom. And with a job and with big student loan debt. And I was like, how am I going to do, how am I going to do this? You know, like, I definitely want to dive into that too. Could just be in the single mom, but I also want to let people know, like, if you're ever scared to embrace your superpower or, or your talent, hidden talent, I mean, just no, not one normal person has ever changed the world. So. <laughs> and yeah. Right. You know, we, we have, it's like we're carrying around on our back this huge treasure. And unless we look back there and go, oh, I already got it. You know, like it's already here. Everything and we're scared I of have, rejection. We're scared of rejection. Yes, we are. And we think, you know, I think the biggest point that I've learned over the years in doing a lot of superpower readings is that that I talk about shortcuts. This is your shortcut. And people are like, shortcut. I don't want to take a shortcut. You know, we have such a, an aversion to, oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. But literally for me to sit down and write is so easy for me to do a reading is so easy. You know, people, some people are like, well, do you do research? I'm like, listen, dude, I could not get this information from doing research. No, it, it, what you said to me, like, and people are gonna think I'm not easy, uh, easily convinced. I'm very skeptical, especially with stuff like this. And and w- mm-hmm. what you wrote to me was so professional and so 
Um, it was very precise, and it, it was. I honestly encourage everybody to reach out to Mary Beth. I will put her email and everything in the <laughs> so description sweet. of the podcast. But she's she's excellent. And then uh, you, you know what I mean? Like it's when we are doing our thing, it's just incredible, and we um, and the information comes from like the just. I mean, it's out there, and we channel into it, and we. We do, we, we express it. I we mean, have that's, that input in our brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Your Which, superpower, that's your direct input. Exactly. And that's your, that's your shortcut, you know, yeah. like, like for some people, they, you know, they want to write all the stuff they want to do Facebook marketing and they want to really get good at analytics. That's great. That's not ever something I'm going to do. Cause that is really hard work for me. I mean, I have a, I have a degree in math. It's like, it's not like I can't think linearly and you oh, know, like, that, that kind gives of me stuff. anxiety just thinking, about <laughs> you know, math is so it helped me organize my brain, but anyway, um, but like gym class, no, I'm right. No kidding. <laughs> but, um, I, uh, but you know, we've got to use, use our strengths. How do you focus on being a, cause it's very hard. I mean, I, I'm far from a single dad. My, my ex is, she's a great mom. She's phenomenal. So yeah. she makes my Aww. life easier. I'm far from single, you know what I mean? Or single right. Um, but like, how would you do it as a single mother? I mean, even if you had your ex there to help you or, or your parents, whatever, I mean, how do you, f it's so hard. I have ADD. So like when I hear my son start babbling, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I, right. I, yeah. Like I can't focus on it anything it's it's very very hard and you know it's on the hard. days yeah and the days that you know um i don't have him you know i get out of work i'm tired i don't gotta put in that second boost energy play with my kid i can kind of just relax and be a lazy piece of shit and uh i do that sometimes and and you know i've gotten better at it but it it's very hard to to focus on your your superpower per se if you know you got a little one running around or you have other you know I don't want to say obstacles, but other, you know, uh, duties to tend to. Yeah. You know, here's what I have to say about this. So my daughter is 18 going off to college and, um, awesome. congratulations. So, thank you. Her achievement. She, <laughs> she is fabulous. She is the amazing. And I have to say that, you know, like you, like you are, you know, my daughter is a huge priority to me. That's so Honestly, I have not made, I have not done my superpower stuff like full time yeah. until, you know, that's what I'm working on doing right now. Yeah. And it's never um, too late. Right. It's never too late. And there's a lot you can work on in the meantime. You know, it may not work with, with your job right now or financially, mm -hmm. Um but have patience and keep giving yourself time to express. Like one of the things that I did to stay kind of sane through all that, you know, like, cause she was uh, in two varsity sports valedictorian in a nationally ranked high school. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, just like the best kid and a great kid. Mm -hmm. And, and kid she only comes really, first, you know what I mean? Always. Yeah. You know, exactly. I'm like, well, you know, I guess I am being the volleyball team mom because that's what there is to do. You know, yeah. like she's a senior. I've been active every year. This is my year to 
contribute the most and I got to put the other things aside. How do you devote yourself into something that you're not, I mean, not saying you weren't invested in that, obviously that's something you're invested in, but how do you devote yourself into something you're not a hundred percent invested in and be happy? Um, I, I, you can't. Yeah. Right. So you can't, here's here. And I honestly believe this. You cannot devote yourself to something that you don't love. You can do a good job. You can, you know, you can be really conscientious, but you can't devote yourself. You can't. Um, I have, I'm a chiropractor and I love chiropractic, but after practicing for like four years, I'm like, this is 90% a perfect match. And it's a 10%, not a perfect match. Yep. And even if it was a 99% perfect match, it it doesn't. it's not it right. It's not a perfect match. It's not a hundred percent perfect match. So I, 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 um, I had to stop and do this because I was always trying to do this work when I was seeing patients and I did a lot of emotional release work and a lot of that kind of stuff, but it was kind of dishonest in a way, you know, like I was a great chiropractor, but I wasn't the kind of chiropractor I would be if I were completely devoted to it. Absolutely. That's how I feel. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I sell cars, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm phenomenal at what I do. You know, I, yeah. I lead the board most of months. Um, nice. Yeah. But it's not like, I don't want to die. And my son was like, yeah, my dad was a car salesman. Like, fine. Right. excuse my language, but like, I don't, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to exactly. do that. I want to leave behind a what? legacy. Exactly. And you know what you will. Um, Oh, yeah. And I would say be especially, you know, okay, here. So for everyone who's listening, yeah. if you don't mind me saying, Nick, like a little bit of your reading. Yeah. Okay. So Nick has tons of energy and really? you know, you, <laughs> <laughs> you've got tons of energy and your energy is just like, yeah. oh my gosh, like bam. And, and hold on. You can go deep with it. I, I really don't. Okay. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, that's the first thing I got about you is that your energy is just like huge. Like, oh my gosh, we're on a roller coaster ride with you. Cause you're like, you know, it's not like you're all over the place, but it's just like, we are that ladies and gentlemen is called bipolar. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> but, um, you are so, so in order, like for you, your energy can go out and it can just exhaust you. You can just be like, that's it. I am just done. I had, it was, it was wonderful, but I, I'm just done. And, you know, knowing that you're ADD, because I have some ADD symptoms Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, got it. Let me, let me work with that. It's so powerful to know because we can be like, oh, Okay, got it. That's what because it doesn't feel that great when we go with it. You know, it feels good when we're like super grounded. Yeah. And um, so with you um, and doing the job that you're doing, you know, being a, a single dad who, you know, shares custody, mm-hmm. there are, I would say, your biggest thing to do. And I talked about this in your reading is slow down and get some traction. You know, don't. Don't try to rush ahead because you have the ability to go zing. You want to lay down the tracks for that train. So the train can go really fast. Yeah. But you like, so create your foundation for what you're doing. 
um, so that you, when you go and you use that energy, it is for a purpose. It's moving things forward. You can have a tendency to like, just, here we go. And I, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, but it doesn't always come together and work together. So, um, how do you focus? I'm sorry to cut you off. How do you, I'm doing this for my benefit. The question, great. (laughs) How do you focus on, you know, the task at hand when there's so much other stuff going on? Okay. Um, okay. I've got one answer and then I'm going to tune in and give you another answer. Yeah. Um, one is you got to capture it. You got to capture it and put it somewhere like it, like your idea of writing everything down, you know, in your phone, in a notebook, capture it. So you can be like, great. I'll come back to that because those are great ideas, but you can't be going all over the place, you know, all the time. It just doesn't work for your life. Um, And sometimes you can create a uh, place where you can do that. Like, you know, I've got two hours and I'm just going to like, kind of let my brain go and kind of go where the, where the step takes me, but I'm going to limit that amount of time and I'm not going to live like that. Yeah. So that's the one thing. And now I'm going to tune in and here's what it looks like when I tune in. I just kind of like, I just my brain mode goes from one kind of brain mode to another. So you want to tune in on me or whatever, whatever. Okay. So I'll get what I get. Okay. So, um, okay. The big thing that I'm getting is, um, they, you know, slow down Mm -hmm. and, um, they say it actually feels good for you to slow down and to say, okay, what kind of basic form am I going to put this into? Like, what's, what's my favorite form right now? What would encompass everything? Because I get there are so many different things that you can do and you have so many different abilities that, um, and it can be super distracting because if it's like, you know, I can do this and this and this, and you're good at a lot of things. Yeah. And while that's good, you want all those things to be in service of your higher mission. And um, so let's get to that. You know, I feel such for you uh, an urge and a, a passion for being able to really fully express yourself. You know, you want to be able to be in that mode and to have it be sustainable and not have it. Sometimes you will go so fast that you burn yourself out and it all the time. Yeah. More times than not. Yeah. And it takes you a while to recover. So in the meantime, you're like, gotta, gotta, you know, I don't know if you remember that old that all there was this great i think it was the dunkin donuts commercial but it was like time to make the donuts and it was like <laughs> this guy it was a great commercial it's probably in the 80s yeah. the early 80s but he would be at three o'clock in the morning he'd be going in and he'd be like time to make the donuts you know he's half asleep yeah and um so that's kind of the way i explain it like time to make the donuts you oh, know i've heard about this commercial oh yeah it's hilarious so it's like totally yeah, yeah. one of my sayings time to make the donuts yeah. and um So you, um, 
you really want to be able to absolutely harness all the genius you have like that and, and to not only harness it, but I would say not express it, share it, like share it. Like this is a possibility for everybody. You know, like, it's not about like, Oh, I'm Nick. Look how great I am. That is not you. And sometimes, I mean, when I was younger, I mean, people would say, Oh, you have an ego, this or that. And it's like, no, I really want to express this awesomeness with you. Like if I ever, I'm the type of person you give me a million dollars, I'll give you a half a half a million. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. like, I really like, uh, I hate people, but I love people at the same time. I really do, especially <laughs> the ones close to me. I want yeah. to, I want to help them. And I want to, I want to spread, uh, creativity and, and knowledge to people. And, and even if I could just make one person smile, it makes my day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love, I've always liked making people laugh, I've, but I've never wanted to be the center of attention, but I, I just want positive energy on me. I'm the type of person, yeah. like if I'm ha- doing bad in life, nobody's going to know. I'm yeah. going to be very quiet about it because I'm not proud about it. But if I have something good to share, not like, oh, I just got a raise, look at me, blah, blah. But if I have something good to share as in, you know, expressing myself or getting my creativity out there or even just saying a good joke or something that makes people right. I Absolutely. love that. I love yeah. that. You know, yeah. I'm mean, sharing something that I created you know, read this script. Oh my God, this is awesome. You know, I, I've shared things with people before scripts or my, my comedy, whatever, you know, and they're like, this is genius. You're a creative genius. You're brilliant. And you know, I'm like, like that is the ultimate compliment I could ever get. Like that means yeah. the world to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. To, to like, to share with people and yeah. to have them get it and to have it make a difference for them, yeah. you know, yeah. like, so I want to make the world you- a better place. Yeah. In ways yeah. I know how to. Like, I'm not going to go out there and save the freaking environment, but I right. can't make some smile. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. You, you are going to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the difference you make with others allows them to make the difference they're supposed to make. You know, if you inspire people, if you, if you connect with them, that's one of the reasons you're such a good salesperson is that you actually naturally connect with people. Yep. You, you don't find it hard to do you and you want to, you make, you make a difference. You're not trying to go out and just sell somebody something. You're trying to find a good fit for them. And you actually care. I'm the only, they know that. Uh, yeah. See, that means the world. I'm the only sales, not to boost my ego or whatever, but like, um, I, I like, I'm the only salesman at my job. I still have customers text me, you know, from three years ago. Hey, Nick, how are you? I miss yeah. you. And I'm right. like, me? <laughs> Like I just sold you a just car. Sold you a car. <laughs> yeah, but like I like it, and it feels so good. And I feel like a lot of the people that I work with, you know, especially bosses and whatnot, like they're very selfish and they're very like, uh, like uh, fuck the customer. You know what I mean? Like just sell them yeah. a car. And like you talk right. to them too much. I've had bosses tell me I talk to my clients too much. Are you out of your mind? That's right. my job to build rapport with people. That's why I'm, yeah. my numbers are so good. Right. You know right. Mean? And yeah. it's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to I want to make a difference. Like I said, I want people to remember me. I want to have a legacy. I don't want to die and have my son say my dad was a car salesman. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. You want I mean so so for you really getting and keeping in front of you that you want to connect with people, you want to you want your freedom of like expression and sharing 
Um, you know, you love to share stories that are, are, um, inspiring to you. Like you're all about that. And so, you know, you may sell cars for a while because it works for you, you know, and you like it and you like serving people. So, you know, that could be something that, something that you do. I'm while... starting to hate it, Mary Beth. I'm starting to hate it. I'm starting to hate the but, I'm surrounded by it's negative energy. Right. Right. And then maybe you go to a different place. Maybe yeah. you go to a different dealership where you're like, I love these people. These people are all about serving people. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you do that. You know, I feel like I left the place that I really loved because I was young and I was ignorant and I was a stupid and I was, you know, I didn't <laughs> like being talked down to. Yeah. And Maybe you go back to that place. <laughs> Maybe I can, you know, but I don't know. It's just, uh, I want to do what I love. You know what I mean? And, and yes, uh, but okay. Yeah. So, so right there is that thing like, but I want to do what I love. Okay. So instead of having that be disempowering, Let's have that be empowering. So every time that you are at work, you connect with people and you care about them. That is one of your things. Mm -hmm. So don't discount that. You're really good at it. I've been in sales a long time and I'm still in sales as I'm transitioning to doing this full time, but I don't sell to people. I just help them get what they need. That's it. That's a and very I love good that. Way to look at that. Yeah. And I that's just what I try and, and show people. I'm yeah, not here to I sell just, you something. I'm here to help you find something. Exactly. Right. And if it's not what we have, I will still help you. You know, I'll look it up. I'll be like, where else can you find this? Because we don't have it. Or there may be something that works for you better. But, you know, and, you know, that's why um, my accounts like me. They love me and I love them. I mean, I don't know how many times a day I get off the phone and I'm like, I love that person, you know, like they're so great. So, Mm -hmm. so don't discount what you're doing already because without no unknowingly, you have found a good niche for yourself that allows you to really work with people. Every person is different. You're using your creativity, you're using your resourcefulness and you're using your connection with people to, to make a difference. So don't discount that. That's the big thing. And so I also get own. a lot of material from the people I work with. I mean, I get some interesting people that come in that door. I'm sure. Holy smokes. Yes. <laughs> right. And you get great experience. You know, you get great experience. So, mm-hmm. so, so don't discount that. But in the meantime, start, <clears throat> this is going to be funny for you because yeah. start slowly. Like, you know what? I'm going to kind of think about this. I'm going to daydream about this. I'm going to put this together so that my off time is really spent doing the things I love. Yeah. And, and that I have a, I have a foundation for that. I have a platform for that, but I do it consistently. So I always have like, you know, kind of like exercise. Are you doing what you love? You know, I, I look at every day and I think, okay, how much exercise am I going to do today? Like today I'm going to play, do bar and then go play pickleball. You know, like those are the things those, those come in and then, and then the superpower stuff and other things. And then the other stuff filters in, you know, like, you know, what's that funny I to me, Mary Beth, it's like, oh. when you're doing nothing, you're so lazy, but when you're doing more, you have more energy. It's very weird. So if I have a schedule of just, okay, today I'm off. Like today, I just, I got to do this podcast and then, or say I don't have the podcast. I just got to get up and pretty much take the trash out. 
yeah, yeah. I am beat the rest of the day. But if I wake up in the morning and I have a schedule like podcast, work, um, pick my son up, this, that, take my son to the right. park, work yeah. out. I have more energy. It's really, really I know. Really I I find the same thing too. You know, and that's why I would say put something into your life that's really consistent and that allows you to express yourself. You it's, know, I mean, I've been doing two of these a week pretty much. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. And you know, and so on the days where you're not doing this, make sure you're you know, you're writing or make sure you're doing something, but continue to practice like whatever that is, that whatever that expression is, do it consistently. Yeah. You know, like for me, I should do a reading every day. Yeah. No matter what, you know, if not several, and that really feeds me. And that's, that's just kind of how it is. It's like, it connects me it gives me, it gives me strength. It gives me uh, energy. The more I do it, the more, the better I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. books? Do you have any books by chance? Cause you should no. seriously write a book. I, I, I mean, I'm assuming you will at one point, but I mean, you yes, know. I, I wrote, I wrote a, a young adult novel um, to explain to me what I do when my daughter was born. So I have a novel that I need to get out there, but I, I am working on my superpower book that is like, you know, basically what we're talking about. So thank you for reminding me that I need to do that. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. No, that's so awesome. How long did you do? uh, I mean, do you still, are you still a chiropractor? No, I, I, I started, I stopped um, when my daughter was born. And, and that was to focus on what you really love to do though. So like eventually. It was. Okay. Yeah, it was. I mean, I wrote a book, you know, then I, then I, you know, was a full-time mom. And then I went into sales when she started kindergarten and everything, but the whole time, this has been what I've been working on and I've had to put it on the back burner. Some, you know, I didn't anticipate that I was going to be a single mom. And the more that I know, and the more you have to put it on the back burner over time, it's like, fuck, when's it's going to end? You know, when can I write myself? And and, yeah. And that's why I would say carve out just a little bit of time every day, do it consciously, you know, Mm -hmm. don't do it haphazardly do it like we would schedule like exercise or whatever, but you're absolutely right. Big chunks of time. Don't let yourself have big chunks of time. You know, at least you and me, I love that, you know, like have something. I, I create a list the next for the next day. That way I just know my agreement is I, when I, my, when my head is clear and I'm like, okay, these are the things that I want to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll write it down the night before. And when I get up, my agreement is to just basically follow my list and absolutely love everything I do. I, I don't, I'm not trying to get anywhere. I love that. I'm not, I'm not building, you know, I am building stuff, yeah. but I'm not like, oh, once that I do this, then life will be good. No, life is good now. And I'm enjoying every single thing I'm doing. I can be such an unstructured person, but for such an unstructured person, I love structure. And that's why I like you bring up the list. Um, yeah. But I'm also the type of person to where if I write my list down and the next day, things are going accordingly. And then boom, 12 o'clock hits something, which every day is going to be curveballs. A curveball hits me. Yes. I fucking, I lose it. You know what I mean? Not like yeah. I have a mental breakdown, but in my head, oh, yeah. like, 
you ever seen i don't know if you ever watched spongebob that's more my era but there's yeah. this <laughs> episode where spongebob's in his brain and they're like typing all these things in the, in the fax machine and printing everything up and that's my head like all the time my, my mind like never stops it, it never yeah. stops it it, yeah. it it results in lack of sleep this and that i get sidetracked my brain never stops and it's yeah you'd think i'm thinking the most ridiculous things but i'm really trying to think about my future how i can you know creatively express myself in a film or like uh just, right. i like writing songs for people writing songs or the, the, this or that you know what i mean yeah <sighs> yeah and for you like um I would say there's a lot of future thinking and um, so much. daydreaming. Yeah. Well, daydreaming is great, but mm-hmm. when we are too concerned about like, what's going to happen in the future, what about this? What about this? We are That's not me. right here. Yeah. I'm worried about the future all the time. I'm so, right. what if I die tomorrow? What if I leave my son and then, you know, like my dad died and all he left me was a Mountain Dew t-shirt. And I know he could be, he's probably like looking down like shit, man. Like I wish you know i i did different things different you know what i mean that's me yeah. like shit man what if i die tomorrow and then i die young on my kid you know like what happened with my father and i didn't leave him anything or, or nothing you know what i mean i feel like that yeah. that bothers my father and in, in the afterlife or whatever wherever he is you know and it's like i don't want that to happen to me and i stress about that and i really do and i look at other people like my ex she's like you need to like slow the fuck down and chill out like she's so organized and i'm over here like just insane Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting that she says that because if I were, if, you know, what I'm telling you is the same thing. If you can slow down and just say, okay, you know, for the next 20 minutes, I'm just going to do this. That's it. Just 20 minutes, 20 minutes. The world can go on hold for that amount of time Mm -hmm. while I do this thing for 20 minutes. How do you discipline yourself to think? Because this would be me. Okay. Sit down for 20 minutes, focus on what you want to do. And then I'm thinking about, Ah, shit. But after this 20 minutes, I got to do this. And then I got to do that. I know. You know what? Honestly, I really think this is, it's a, it is a practice. And this is what I have had to do is over the years, I'm like, where, whatever I was doing, I was thinking, but I should be doing this, but I should be doing this. But, and then I go do that. And then I'm thinking, but I should do this and I should do that. And so I really had to practice. And that's where my list came into, you know, I, and I control my list. So, cause I could write down 50 things to do. Yeah. So I may write down those 50 things, but every day I like do three of them. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's it. I don't go bananas. Are these like, things that aren't necessities? They're just things yes. like I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or actually it is like, you know, I've got to go pay that bill. I've got to send back that dress that I ordered that I don't like. And, um, I've got to weed my flower garden. Okay. Those are the things that need to be done, but, and so those are, those are the three things. I don't expect myself to do all those things because invariably with children, whatever, it's like, oh, so Sophia needs a ride up to Rocky mountain national forest where she's going to go camping with her friends. And she had to go late because she had to work. Okay. So now I've got a three hour drive ahead of me, you know, didn't anticipate that. So, um, so that's why I kind of keep my list to a minimum. And, you know, in the morning I meditate before I get out of bed and I journal. And then that's like, that's how I start my day. And then, you know, but slowly, but surely it took me a long time to, to figure it out. 
And, um, but, you know, if I am doing, if I kind of have a, a thing for the, the whole day, like a guide, mm-hmm. it's not like things I have to do to be, you know, cause people are like, oh, I'm so glad I got all my stuff on my list done. I'm like, okay, list doing does not make us happy. You know, no. like it sounds great for like, and that lasts for about two days. And then we're the slave to our list. You know, it's okay to throw the list out for the day. If it's like, it's not happening today. Great. Okay. We're going to pivot. We're going to totally change what we're going to do today. And that's going to have to be fine. You know, but, Mariana, I, like there's been times in my life where, you know, I've um, used like drugs and I, I was even an addict. You know what I mean? Still am. I'll always be an addict. You know what I mean? No matter how long you've been sober or whatever. But there's been times in my life where I would use, you know, drugs to, to, just slow me down you know what i mean and and it was so bad and people like oh you know you're using why are you using you know stop partying but it's not to party it's to literally gather my fucking thoughts you know what i mean i do i do i do because it hasn't been it's been hard for me to um to focus Mm -hmm. you know like sometimes i'm just all over the place and because of how my brain works And that's one, I mean, it sounds silly, but that's one of the things that I loved about getting a degree in math is that like I do Sudoku every day, like the little numbers puzzle, (laughs) right. But like it allows, it gives my brain something to do and then I can go think. Is that, that yeah. So it's kind of like you're starting the engine, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're greasing it up. So do you think it's smart to do something like when I wake up in the morning, probably don't look at my phone for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before I get yeah. in the shower and get ready. Yeah. Do something productive when you wake up mentally, whether that's yeah. a crossword puzzle or fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get that brain going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. I think, you know, for me, meditating is, it's so great. And the, the guy who taught me how to meditate was just, I took a class from him and I want to learn. It was great. I'll, I'll send, I'll send over his information. He's just great because it's not like he just gives you a lot of freedom to have it look however it looks, you know, you don't go, oh yeah, it's amazing. And so, you know, now I'm like, I do it every day and it's easy to do every day. Really? Um, but anyway, I think, and I have a couple of things to say after when yeah, you and please. I talk personally, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, you know, with, I think it helps me kind of keep the noise down when I know what I'm supposed to do. And then sometimes I'm like in the kitchen, cleaning the kitchen. And I'm like, I'm cleaning the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. And then I just have a great time cleaning the kitchen. You know, I'll turn some music on. I will just clean the kitchen. And then I look at my list and I'm like, what's next? Oh, okay. What's next is this. Okay. I'm going to go do that and nothing else. But I literally practice. I practice it all the time. I practice saying, here's what I'm doing right now. And it's not, and, and here's what it, what, what I don't do anymore. If I get this list done, that'll be good. Then that, that makes me a good person. You know, like then I'm productive. I'm like, no, it's just in life. There's stuff. If, if we all lived some rural existence, it would be like, okay, feed the pigs, you know, have breakfast, feed the pigs, um, mend the socks. Um, I feel like that's what they, what society tries to 
that's the structure they try and create for us though. And if, yeah. you, if you try and break out from that, if you want to do something different, you're going to be scrutinized. And I feel like that's what people are so scared to do. Yes. It's interesting. I think when we start putting things into form, we make friends with a certain amount of structure. Mm-hmm. And, and what if every day we put time in for our superpower? Yeah. That's what we don't do. We put no. time in for everything else. We'll think, you know? we'll spend time thinking about it, but we won't right. spend acting Right, but it. we won't, we w- yeah. And, and I feel like the more we tune in to our superpower and we do it for you, you're an explorer. You love to learn. You love to see what you can do. You know, you're very hands-on and giving yourself specifically time to do that each day, not stealing time away from something else, but giving yourself time every day to do it Mm -hmm. is huge. Oh yeah. It starts to grow. Yeah. I'm a very curious person. Like the other day I'm at work and, you know, I work with my best friend and he's like, what the hell are you watching? I'm on YouTube watching how kingdoms were in the 1400s. That oh, was, right. The right. Hygiene and clean, cleanliness of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just, I, things like that fascinate me. I know, I know a little about a lot, I guess you could say. Exactly. You love to do it and you should mm-hmm. give yourself time to do that every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's you. When I eat lunch, I, I watch something on the Smithsonian channel. It's yeah, like yeah. part of Paramount Plus. So yep. I just go over to the Smithsonian era area and I'm watching um, uh, natural or uh, disasters at sea. That's sea what I'm watching right now. I love and I, it. It's fascinating. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. I, 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 I'm not about like deep sea fishing, you know, or yeah. I'm not an ocean person, but it's fascinating. fascinating. So. Right. But I would say consciously give yourself time to do that every day. And, you know, I know with a lot of writers, like I think it was Hemingway who would get up, he would write from like eight to noon, and then he would make himself stop. And I don't know how many authors are like, I write from this time to this time, you know, like they, they're, they, they schedule, you know, like the people who write for, for their whole lives. Yeah. They actually have a schedule and they're like, I'm disciplined. I do it between this and this time. I was going to say, yeah, I'm no Ernest Hemingway, but like (laughs) I'm up at 3 a.m. thinking about freaking Sasquatch or something, looking it up. And then I'm like, oh, I have an idea. And I start writing and, you know, me and my girlfriend who just broke up, but she'd wake up. She'd be like, hey, what are you doing? It's 3 a.m. You got work in like four hours. Why are you up Googling? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Right. But, you know. Adding some structure helps, but anyway, I've got a couple more ideas that you and you and I can talk about afterwards. Cause we're yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, if we do that, we're going to totally not talk about superpowers and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, um, but I think doing that every day is important, you know, giving yourself like, you know, and it's sometimes the hardest thing because we're so programmed to do the other stuff that isn't as important, but we think it is important, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, mopping the floor for me is not as important as doing a reading every day. 
Absolutely. I, I couldn't yeah. agree more. But uh, Mary Beth, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Seriously, you were one of my favorite guests I've ever had. Oh, that's so great. Thank you, Nick. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Thank you again. Um, how can people find you and, and how can they work with you? Um, if you want to just email, whatever it is. I mean, I'll list everything in the uh, in the description. But yes, absolutely. I'm on Sewer, Superpower Inc. Um, INC. So Superpower INC. Um, dot, uh, dot org. If you do superpowerinc.com, you'll find a big power station in New Jersey. And that is not me. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. Sorry about I'm like, that. Holy shit, man. What is she's a woman of many talents. Right. What is she doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> and she owns a power company in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so no, and so if I'm hard to find, you could do superpower inc. Mary Beth Robinson, and you'll find it. And sign up for my email. I'll put you on my email list. I have specials that I do, especially from people who have um, watched, um, gotten my name from podcasts and things. And uh, but my email is mysuperpowerinc at gmail.com. So mysuperpowerinc at gmail.com. Um, and I I'm telling everybody to reach out to you. I literally want uh, I want your business to grow because I feel like you're doing a really good thing. I mean, this oh, talk, I feel, was like a, th a therapeutic session. I mean, it was <laughs> it was very awesome. And uh, obviously, you've gone through a lot in your life and, and gone through trials and, and all that stuff that uh, you've learned a lot from. So you're very wise, too. Oh, that's nice to say. Yes, Thanks. here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love being Mrs. Robinson, by the way. <laughs> I know, you're so lucky. That's such a cool, that's such a Simon and Garfunkel. That's right. <laughs> thank you so much, Mary Beth. Okay, thank you, Nick. It was great to be on. Yeah, same, same. Take care.